If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi there, and welcome again to the Eurogamer Newscast. And this week, we are taking stock after the dust has settled on the Activision Blizzard acquisition, which is finally done. Hooray! Hooray. We'll never have to write a news story about them again, or maybe we will. Uh, but it will be one of us writing it, the Eurogamer News team. Here, as always, it's Ed Nightingale. Hello. Victoria Kennedy. Hello. Liv Nan. Hello. And I am Tom Phillips. So, hooray, it was finally done. And this week we actually saw Xbox boss Phil Spencer come out and sort of talk a little bit about what's next, setting expectations for when Activision Blizzard games will pop up on Xbox Game Pass, and also talking about how you probably shouldn't expect, you know, Master Chief to suddenly pop up in Call of Duty tomorrow or um, an Activision franchise that's been dormant for some time to like immediately spring back to life. These things take time and they shouldn't be, they should be done for the right reasons. And what Phil Spencer is off doing now is touring the various Activision Blizzard studios, starting with the mobile arm King this week to find out what the people there want. I'm sure Phil Spencer will have some ideas too, and it's not going to be entirely left to them, but that's sort of the next stage of this. So we thought it'd be interesting to talk about our uh, hopes and dreams and expectations of what things Microsoft might be looking to bring back from the Activision Blizzard Games Vault um, franchises from the past that uh, we haven't had a game from in a while because Call of Duty has really dominated Activision um, anyway, lately. Um, and then we're going to talk a bit about games from Microsoft's vault that we think that they might be interested in bringing back now. They've got a big mobile games division because as we talked about here on the newscast before, so much of this deal has been about growing Xbox on mobile. But back to dormant Activision Blizzard franchises. Who has won from the past an Activision series that they would like to see brought back by Microsoft with Phil Spencer's blank checkbook pulled out? Mine would be Tony Hawk because of the fact that that's the kind of game I played with my brothers growing up and I've got nostalgia feels for all that kind of thing. And also, I'm incredibly unbalanced in real life and so skateboarding... <laughs> In a video game is the only route. Like I do actually have a skateboard, but I'm rubbish at it. So skateboarding in a video game is the only way I can do it. So let's bring that back so I can feel like a cool mum. Yeah. You're a cool mum. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> You've got a skateboard. I don't have a skateboard. I do have a anymore. skateboard. It's called Aaron Sunset. Like Aaron's son from Farscape because the bottom of it is a sunset. Oh, wow. And yes, that, I have named my skateboard. That was a great show. Um... That's yeah. I mean, Tony Hawk's is a great shout. 
do you do you remember what you played back in the day? Because the series changed over time, didn't it? But there are some classics. I mean, I think we've probably dabbled in all of the older ones from whenever I was younger. So what, like nineties, early two thousands ish, and it was. So I, I, this is the thing. I can't remember a specific one that I played. I just remember playing them a lot with my brothers. And so I was probably actually playing like variety of games and I can't remember specific ones because they probably changed over the years. I just have that nice soft feeling whenever I think about it because it was something like fun that I did as a kid with my, my big brothers who I idolized. Still do, Edward and James, love you. But it's, yeah, that series I think would be a lot of fun. And I think it'd be pretty slick on, you know, if it was to get like a completely like re-visual makeover redo like how slick and sick will an ollie look now <laughs> my you... my only worry with those games is that for me they are just completely tied up in like early noughties culture um like the first couple were on the playstation but then they released tony hawks one on the n64 which is the version that i played which i think wasn't as good um and it was really bad with the stick on the N64 controller. Um, but I, I can still remember like the layout of the of the skate park at the, the beginning where you go down the slope yeah. and there's the half pipe and you do like the flip over the through the glass into grinding on the other side. Like I can still remember that. And like Goldfinger Superman, that song is stuck in my head because of that game. But it's so tied up in like that time that I feel like it would be sort of nostalgic to go back to it but i worry that it would look a bit old and aged and make me feel old <laughs> so would did you, you guys have... play the tony hawks pro skater one plus two remake that they did recently no i didn't see now people no i didn't here i am say they should bring it back i didn't actually play that <laughs> but maybe i should it was um it was definitely an exercise in nostalgia and they didn't have all of the old music tracks but they sort of tried to match oh. it to that era. Oh, so um, the music's part issue. of Yeah, exactly. See, the, the music's so good and it was great series of games but like I remember like doing biking games with the music and like T-Rex and things playing. Like I love those games with those music. That's a different game. But anyway, come back to Tony Hawk, like the music is so important. Yeah, and the tragedy of course is that that, that remake sold well and i think everybody was looking to activision to then do the next one and tony Hawk's pro skater three plus four four less so beloved but three really really lots of nostalgia and love there that was the one that i fell in love with the series on i had it on gamecube back in the day and yeah like you ed i can still remember some of the layouts of the courses i think there's one in san francisco where you're jumping across like advertising boards and bus shelters and, grinding um, yeah i uh i lived vicariously my sort of the cool thing at that point was to be a skater right and it was sort of wrapped up in that jackass cky punk pop rock culture and it i i think it found an audience and i and i think that hopefully microsoft can bring it back again um i think if they announced tony hawk's pro skater 3 plus 4 was back on the docket that would be a massive win for them, and also importantly, it would it would sell. There's there's a proven audience for it. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, Activision recently has sort of been pouring every resource possible into Call of Duty to make instead of this much profit, this much profit instead. Oh, um, maybe my uh, my Activision bring back something dormant from the past. They should just bring back Call of Duty so that it's good again. 
Because remember when the first one was so good, and now it's just trying to be Fortnite. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) No interest in this year's Modern Warfare 3? I mean, I will still play it, but I just remember loving the first Call of Duty game. Again, I played with my brothers, and like waking up, and I think it was the one in set in Japan during World War 1. It was great. Really good game. Now they focus too much on the multiplayer, in my opinion, and leave the campaign to falter. A mon avis? Well, maybe um, there are definitely some other ideas that we should talk about, but this is maybe a good point to talk about the other thing that Phil Spencer said, which is maybe you aren't remaking these games. Maybe you are finding a right moment in the gaming release calendar to take a look back at some of these older games and just put them onto Game Pass. And I think some of those old Call of Duty ones especially would find a real home on Game Pass. The interesting question would be, do they want to put some of those games on Game Pass at the risk of people not playing and spending in Warzone 2.0, but instead going back to the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, say, and spending all of their time on that, just playing that on back combat instead. I'd be really, I'd love to be mm-hmm. a fly on the wall for those conversations. But If they did that, would they... Or could they potentially just put the single-player campaigns on and not the multiplayer if the servers aren't live or whatever? So then it's kind of... I mean, the single-player campaigns are only about three hours anyway, so that's not taking as much time. But it gives people a chance to replay those old campaigns, but the multiplayer component is still very much whatever is the current game. Hmm. Yeah, more work, like taking editing the old games rather than just plopping them on the service. I say that like plopping them on the service is a really easy thing to do and I understand how it all works, but it's just drag and drop, right? Yeah. <laughs> Copy That's paste. all that they do all day, really. Done. Yep. <laughs> you have game bars, my friends. God, what do you think about it? You know, they could put the old Tony Hawks on there. They're on Xbox. Just put them in. Make it work through back and back. Easy. Yeah. Get it done, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, any other franchises from the past you'd like to see back? If you go first. Well, I, I have a, like an idea that I think sort of addresses everything that Microsoft kind of wanted it to when it bought, when it decided to buy Activision Blizzard, because it was all about the mobile stuff, right? So I think that they should have a mobile rhythm game sort of like Guitar Hero. But, I mean... You, you do lose a bit of the fun of, like, Guitar Hero or Band Hero or whatever, where, you know, you have your little instrument and you're playing along or whatever. But uh, but they could do, like, they could, like, get tracks from, like, their old games and stuff and get, have you play along to those. That would be really cool. Hmm. So how would that work? You'd then you'd get the Guitar Hero note tracks coming down your phone screen and you'd just have to... Yeah, you'd just, like, tap them. There was, um, I played the Jackbox 10 game this week, which is out today actually. And there is a mobile game of, um, I can't remember what it's called, but it is Guitar Hero on a mobile screen. And it worked really well to the point where I was sort of thinking, hmm, I wonder if, <laughs> I wonder, like, this is, this is such a close copy. I wonder if Activision has a court case here. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that. So I, it's definitely a concept that works. Have you played Beat Star? 
Is that a mobile game? That is a mobile game that is basically Guitar Hero on mobile. And you just tap. But there's only like three lanes. I have it. It's good. <laughs> it's doing it right now. I've, I've played a lot of um, the Superstar games. Um, they're usually like K-pop company music. So if anyone is a K-pop fan and is watching or listening and you play Superstar, you know what I'm talking about. I think, though, with the band hero, I do think that, in principle, it would work really well as a mobile game, like you said, with the sort of dropping and tapping. But I think Guitar Hero, a lot of it's about the, like, having the guitar and the, or the drums yeah. or, like, equivalent. I mean, you've stolen my answer because I was going to say bring back Guitar Hero, um, which, in some, way, in some ways, I feel like is a slightly unfashionable answer because of having to have these plastic instruments and that not being exactly environmentally friendly. And mm. I still have the rock band and guitar hero guitars gathering dust in a box somewhere, the drum set, everything. Like I still have it all and it's just not used, which is a waste. And I appreciate that. Um, but those games are so good. Um, like I, I did a music degree. I love music. Guitar was my instrument. So when that game first came out, I was astounded at how similar it felt to playing guitar. Um, and I know you're literally just pressing buttons and flicking a little thing, but there was something about it that, and 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 the way that they create the patterns of notes that feels like you're making chords that could almost be plausible, um, that I just think is is so good. So for me, I'm like, you can't you can't take that game away from the instruments. It's mm. just that they would have to then go and create the instruments um, and go through all that. But if they did it so that they had one set. And then rather than having multiple games with a different style of guitar, it was more just have one set and then it's just almost like a live service game where it's just constantly updated with more tracks um, and it has more sort of longevity to it. I think it could still work. See, I was going to suggest just what you said there. If they did it, they could bring it back so you could have like rather than just like guitar hero has a guitar or was it the band had the drum? One had the drums, I can't remember. Rock was band that Donkey Kong actually? Full, Pop band, but like that, so you could get all your friends over play a game but still if they could make it so that you could use your pre mm, would it be backwards compatible with your old tech if they made a new game of it so like you could use Probably the stuff not, that you have because they're then... not usb ah. okay right my, my brilliant idea is not so brilliant after all that's the, that's the problem you can't reuse the old controllers um ah. for that reason because they're not compatible with the new with the new consoles Hence, they'd have to make new ones. But if they just made it so, like, this is the set and this is what they're going to continue using, even if they were just Bluetooth, then mm. at least that, in theory, would be compatible and more future-proof. Mm. How good are you at Guitar Hero? Um, so, one of my favourite memories of Guitar Hero... Um, I can't remember if I've talked about this before. I probably have to, but sorry. I, uh, so I first got it and I thought, right, I'll start on easy and we'll just do like, you know, basic three notes. And I was like, this is boring. This is awful. And I bumped it up to hard pretty quickly um, and was sort of learning guitar solos on, on the first game. And I think for a lot of people it was new, but because I played guitar, it just kind of clicked with me a little bit more easily. And I remember going to a game store with my dad and they had a copy of the game there with people playing it. And... Um, I, I said, oh, can I have a go? And they were like, yeah, okay. And I picked a really hard track, put it on hard and just went, oh, and completely nailed it in front of the whole store. And they were like, oh my God, you're so good. And I was like, yep, put it down and walked away. <laughs> it's one of my best moments. I absolutely did not ask that question because I was hoping you would tell that story again. <laughs> there you go. I would love to have seen kid. that. 
there was probably some kid in that store like watching you going, Whoa, I wanna be a rock star when I'm older. I wanna be like that guy. <laughs> He's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I when I got because I got Guitar Heroes one and two and then I skipped the other ones and then got rock band. And rock band I ended up playing with the drums more than anything because it felt a bit more of a challenge to me um than the guitar. And also it felt a bit more like you're actually drumming. As much as I said the guitar was authentic, like you are still pressing buttons, whereas the drumming, you are literally hitting the drums at the right time to make a pattern. So you are effectively drumming, which felt a bit more involved. I'm the opposite to you. I love that game, but I'm so terrible at it. Like I don't have very like wide spreading fingers. That sounds really weird. But like I had no coordination, but I love the music. And I love playing it. I love playing with my friends. Like it was a lot of fun to jam out. It would be difficult to bring the series back without doing the instruments as well. And I think that's where a lot of the commercial interest in that series was, wasn't it? It was selling plastic instruments for 70 quid, which was extremely lucrative because you could buy extra guitars and you could buy whole enormous sets of instruments. And if they're going to bring it back, they need to find a way to monetize it if they're not going to do that too maybe like selling selling songs um that's a lot easier now you can just buy them through like an app store you could have like the app on your phone you don't need to be running guitar hero off a console it's a pretty simple game to play and then you can make the musical instruments so that they if they're bluetooth they can just plug into a phone too mm. And you can make them out of wood rather than plastic. There we go. <laughs> can you imagine Quite like handy. a medieval like loot? We could have like Dungeons and Dragons meets band hero or something and then like, oh. make it medieval. Loot core. How was the loot core? I played the loot at university. Harp hero. Harp hero. I played the loot. I played the flute for a bit. There we go, I we get a loot, well. a flute, a harp. <laughs> what what do you want to have live? You... <laughs> I just, I just belatedly processed the fact that Ed said he played a lute at university. Yeah, so because because I did a music degree and they had like a medieval department of medieval instruments, so I had lessons in playing the lute, which I is not the so same much. as guitar. It's different tuning and a slightly different technique. Um, and I sadly was too interested in going out clubbing and getting drunk than practicing, so I didn't really do very well. Um, oh. But I did play it a little bit. I had a few lessons. I was going to say, did you like it a loot? But apparently not, because you were clubbing instead. Next yes. newscast. Next week, everyone. Ed is going to... Oh, no. instead of the introduction, we'll just have Ed on the loot. You don't have a loot lying <laughs> I around have still. One. <laughs> not yet. I have my guitar still, which has not been played should, in a while. You should make sure that you keep an eye on your mail for the next week, Ed. Yeah, you can get anything online these days. Liz, let's make this happen. <laughs> Loots are very expensive, so good luck with that. You you don't you underestimate how much I'm willing to commit to a bit. <laughs> sure. Who uh who made Mighty Quest for Epic Loot? Just bring that back, but with a loot. I'm Who very excited about the medieval revival of Guitar Hero that we are penning. <laughs> Loot hero. Yeah. Loot hero, yeah. Loot legends. Um. 
Um, any Spyro fans? Any Crash fans? I guess we've had a few games from them recently. But I don't think there's anything else on the agenda right now. This is the thing. Like, we've had a few different bits recently, and it really felt like up to the acquisition, really. They were, they were very much petering those out just to focus everything on Call of Duty. So I know it's not been a, a long time since we've seen Crash, but I think Crash fans are hoping Microsoft's 10-year owning Activision will bring them more Crash games, whereas on Spyro, they, um, there may have not been too many on the schedules had Bobby Kotick continued. I mean, the most recent Crash game was Crash Team Rumble, which was this year. Which was like that multi battle royale. They said it wasn't an online battle royale, but it was. Hmm. Yeah, a proper crash game, a proper Spyro game. I'd love a new Spyro. Like a proper one, like the like the original trilogy. Hmm. See, I didn't have a PS One, so I went. I think I played Spyro One. The PS1 version, but on a PS3, like years later, which I did enjoy, but I've I, I also played a bit of Crash Bandicoot and absolutely hated it. Um, so I don't really have the nostalgia for those series um, necessarily. I think Spyro would probably be fun to bring back in that typical 3D platformer kind of way, but I just think it's really interesting that for me, even now, I still associate those. Um, franchises with PlayStation and with the PS1 because they were so yeah. intrinsic to it and it just seems weird to think about having those now on Xbox being Xbox owned franchises. I especially feel that way about Crash Bandicoot because you play it in, in Uncharted 4 like mm-hmm. for me yeah it's like the last time I played a Crash Bandicoot game Crash Bandicoot game was via playing it as Nathan Drake on my PS well 5 because I played it again recently but originally on the PS4 hmm. Like they have so many franchises. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of Microsoft franchises that they own, um, they have a huge back catalogue. If you think of some of the things they've inherited through Bethesda and uh, Rare and all of the other studios that have been purchased, well, more recently than Rare, but um, over the years, Double Fine and in exile and obsidian all of these things um are there any microsoft umbrella games that you would like to see come back on mobile devices because microsoft it's reported is developing a game app store for mobile and i'm sure they'll be looking to fill it with some of their own ips that they are turning into mobile games Um, we talked already about guitar hero but um, one I would like to see, which we haven't had a game in in a while, is Viva Pinata, which I don't know if you guys ever played oh. it, but was a nice virtual creature game that was on the Xbox 360, made by Rare. And it was this really cute kind of papier-mâché animal thing where you hung out with these animals. You basically just looked after them, right? It's a virtual pet game. And it made me think, wouldn't it be great as like a mobile game Tamagotchi style thing? Um, I know Tamagotchis uh, are a little bit dated now, but there was a push to bring them back relatively recently. And 
this would save that plastic from all of those dead Tamagotchi eggs that are probably just <laughs> sat in landfill now. Just have it as an app on your phone. And it's there. Check in on your little creature guy. You can feed him a little Viva Piñata. You can sweep up his little Viva Piñata poo or whatever they do. Um, yeah. See, that sounds like something it. that would be a good fit for mobile, and I think that's important. I mean, do you get to pop the piñatas? Because then you could just touch them to pop them. You could. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that would kill them, but yes. They drop sweets anyway. Maybe you get stuff. Yeah, yeah. I see, I haven't played it, so that's my, my number one question. Why is it called Viva Piñata if they're not piñatas? Cause... Oh, they are piñatas, but like they're living piñatas, so but you don't want to... No, no. I want to pop them. <laughs> yeah. No. They're full of sweet sweeties. Sweet goodness. Yeah. They're like the Fortnite llama, which is a piñata llama. And originally, um, Fortnite had loot boxes, which were you bashing open the llamas, and then the in-game items would fall out. And they still have that, but they've taken away the surprise elements of it. Is anyway, it a yeah. It should be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I want to see another Vivan Pinata. I, I, I'm, I'm sad that it's been so long. Um, but Xbox has never had a mobile game focus, and I feel like maybe Xbox, um, maybe this would be like a good mobile game for that. And you're right, Ed. Like it has to fit. This is something that Phil Spencer said. There's no reason. There's no. The, 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 it, it shouldn't be that you're just doing this because it's like, oh, okay, we've got a mobile game store now or we're looking to mobile, so we're going to do Halo Bejeweled or Halo Match 3 game and you're just like matching three Master Chief heads in a row to get coins. See, I was That's thinking... That's the thing I... After you. Go on. Oh, no, I, I was going to say, I was thinking about this whenever you said like we should discuss what mobile games and all the games I would like to be bought back from the wider Microsoft umbrella would be like Banjo-Kazooie, but I don't know how you would work that as mobile, so I wouldn't want to see that, even though I want to see that franchise again. I can't see it, because I was thinking then you'd have to make it possibly some kind of like Pokemon Go star AR game where you could go around collecting musical notes oh, or something. Pokemon Go Viva Pinata. <laughs> the little Viva Pinata animals. But then like I don't know, because we've seen so many mobile games recently. You know, like the Marvel one that was going to be a similar idea to Pokemon Go, but it got shut down. Like these things are you know, Pokemon Go is where you go for that kind of game. So a lot of when I was thinking about what Microsoft brands there are in the wider umbrella as much as I think they're really great franchises, I wouldn't want them to come onto mobile because the only way I could see them coming to mobile would be to do a Pokemon Go style game, which is already dominating the market. So it wouldn't necessarily be picked up by other mobile adopters, players, if that makes sense. Mm. Another point stolen. But yes, I was going to oh, say Banjo so Kazooie. Um, <laughs> but I, I agree. Like, I, you know, Banjo Kazooie. I, I didn't play Nuts and Bolts, which was obviously creating weird vehicles and stuff on, on 360. Um, but the original was a 3D platformer, and I can't see that working on a phone with touch controls. Mm. So, But I also wouldn't want to have like a Banjo-Kazooie Match 3 game, because then to me that's just not Banjo-Kazooie. So I would still want it to be some form of platformer, but in a way that feels like it works on mobile that's that can only be done on mobile. Um, even if it was like an auto run thing, um, 
like I quite like the Super Mario Run game that came out, which is just you just tap to jump, um, which I thought worked quite well. Or there's the the Sonic one behind where you flip between three lanes and tap to jump. Um, hmm. Something like that potentially could work for Banjo because it might end up being a bit obvious and simple, but at least then it's still a platform game. It's still about jumping. What if they like did the it? Crash Bandicoot on the run game. But that Banjo could work Kazooie. as well, yeah. You know how obviously you've got your, your kazoo on the back? Flies. Mm-hmm. You could do that, but with like floppy, is it flappy birds? You could fly through things with them. <laughs> yes. Not owned by Microsoft, <laughs> but yes. No, no, but if you had it as Banjo Kazooie. Oh, like through. a Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, you could. Oh, wait, you could fly. Every time you, you press it then, like, and he jumps, would it make like a little kazoo noise? He goes, Bree! Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Done. <laughs> or you could have that with one of the flying pinatas from Viva Pinata. All Bring roads lead back, back to Viva Pinata. <laughs> they no longer go to Rome. They come back to Viva Pinata. As long as you have the yeah. no, it has to have that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you Tom, what do you think? Other than Viva Pinata, oh no, you said Viva Pinata, didn't you? Viva Pinata, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I there's the the mobile phone games where you sift through people's phones. I think are very clever in how they tell stories, and you know, it's like the found phone mystery game. I don't know if you played those, but. You know, you're given basically a virtual version of someone's phone desktop and you get to look around their photos and their notes and their call history and you try and work out the mystery of what's going on. Maybe you could use that in like a perfect dark scenario where you use the perfect dark IP to investigate some kind of mystery. Um, using like a, you, you clone the phone of someone once you've infiltrated their base and then you spend the time like working out what's going on by looking through their phone i don't know or a bit like her story where you have to watch videos of like alien experiments or something and work out what's going on Mm. like you're hacking yeah (laughs) just like that i also appreciate how all of our options have been rare (laughs) i know (laughs) i think that's because we're british and also rare has great classic video game IP that probably we are of an age that we grew up with. Yes, I am lumping you all in my age bracket. Yeah. I mean, inevitably, we'll probably end up seeing Halo on there, but I just, I don't care enough about Halo to want to see that. And I wouldn't want that to be a shooter. I know they've had like Halo Wars as the strategy game. Maybe that works. Maybe they bring that back. Do you think that we will see things then, like with uh, like your Candy Crush style, but like you mentioned, Tom, having like a crossover with microsoft ip like halo so they'll have an event in candy crush where it is master chief's helmet or something like that or a warthog that you have to line up like do you think they'll do collaborations i just don't think i mean maybe but there really isn't i don't know is there an audience out there that's suddenly going to go play halo infinite just because they've started to see master chief's helmet pop up in um candy crush uh, I don't know. I don't know. I would much rather see the kind of games that teams, developers who have great ideas for things and who think, oh, it would be really funny, interesting, cool, unusual to do it with XIP and um, 
aired your um your Sonic interview, which will be up by the time we um, this goes live, mentions the Who Killed Sonic the Hedgehog game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what it's called, anyway, isn't it? And and like that's a great idea for a game that just happens. Um, that would be a great idea for a, for a game anyway, but it, it's an unexpected IP, and I would I would love the sort of unexpected game idea to be married with you know one of these new IPs that they've got um, to play around with in their vault, something like that, something that's less predictable than Viva Pinatas on a mobile phone. Probably. Do you feel like if you say it enough, you'll manifest it, Tom? I did just say it again, didn't I? <laughs> Cool. Well, some great ideas there, Microsoft. Phil, if you're listening, do write them down. Uh, I won't say it again. But if you did want to make Viva Pinata on mobile... Oh, I said it again! Um, that option is out there. Um, cool. All right. Well, let's leave it there for now. Ed, where can people find you on social media? You can find me at Ed underscore Knights pretty much everywhere. And Victoria? Uh, you can find me at Tom would like Viva Pinata on mobile, please. Activision, Blizzard, King, etc. dot com. Stop also at Little Chop Chop Gal. <laughs> and Liv? I am at Just Cast Holy. And I am at Tom Phillips, e.g. at Viva Pinata mobile game. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Bye. See you then.